0: You're listening to the Awesome Podcast Network. The Awesome Podcast Network presents The Republic City Report, a Legend of Korra podcast. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. Put your hands together for your host, Republic City correspondent, Tim bridgewater Ventures. Welcome back to a brand new episode, brand new season of Republic City Report, a Legend of Coral podcast. I'm your host, Tim Bridgewater I just want to take a moment to thank everyone for listening to the previous season of this podcast that I did. Uh, I didn't actually, I wasn't able to do a podcast for the very first season of The Legend of Korra. So I jumped in last season and I still got plenty of emails and, uh, and very positive reactions. So I just want to thank everyone for listening once again. And of course, now I am back since The Legend of Korra has returned with a brand new season. So I hope you guys are looking forward to talking Korra again. Once again, I want to take this moment to remind Uh, all of my previous listeners as well as letting my new listeners know that this is more so of a listener feedback sort of a podcast of course I don't always get emails I do most of the time but that's something that I really want to focus on with this podcast is getting emails and then that way we can discuss the legend of Korra if you have any questions and you want to hear my thoughts on them I can give you the answers I will always read the emails on air uh, as long as I am able to and then we can go from there. Now, with that being said, during the past couple months since I've been off and Legend of Korra has been off air, I've gotten a few emails. Now, I can't necessarily read them all. Uh, and but I will address uh, a couple emails from a listener by the name of Lauren. Lauren, I want to thank you so much <laughs> for emailing me. Uh, Lauren basically just want to express her uh, excitement and, and, and tell me how much she enjoyed listening to the podcast. Lauren, that means so much to me feel free to email me at any time. And Lauren, she mostly just wanted to kind of, uh, discuss some of the events that were happening as she was watching the show. Uh, there weren't any questions in there particularly, so I'm not going to necessarily read uh, both emails, but if you have any questions in the future, once again, feel free to email me at republic city report at gmail.com. And we can talk about this. So let's sort of get into this, right? Uh, the first thing I want to start off by saying is, is that, uh, the Legend of Korra returning was a huge surprise, right? I mean, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Nickelodeon basically made the announcement about two weeks or so before the new season actually began, which was pretty strange. But then again, the schedule for this show has always been really weird. <laughs> uh, so it, it didn't I wasn't completely shocked. When you know, two weeks before, I found out that the show was coming back because, I mean, you know, it's it's never really been on this set sort of uh, schedule for, as far as debuting the new seasons, as, as as far as I'm as far as I'm aware of. Uh, but then this is this is one of those things to where I think it, it kind of ties into this whole thing about them. Um, like, for instance, when it, this season debuted, of course, we're now on book three, which is the title change. They actually show three episodes, Uh, and this show has done things like this before, Uh, and I've talked about this in previous episodes of this podcast, Um, so I don't know exactly why that is. It's very strange that Nickelodeon does that, but at the same time, it's cool because, hey, we get uh, three episodes in one night. Now, with that being said, just like the previous episodes that I've done, um, even though they showed the first three episodes in one night, I'm still going to do an individual Episode for this podcast for each episode of the show. So I'm not going to talk about the first three episodes in this one podcast episode uh, because it'll just make it easier for me and for anyone who's listening to the show for the first time to be able to go through and find each individual episode. If there are things they want to address about each specific one. Now, with that being said, I'm a little bit late. Um, This is actually, I'm recording this Sunday night after. Um, The season has returned because I've been out of town for work and everything like that, and I'm not going to be able to actually address all three episodes um, that, you know, right away. So I'll hopefully get this episode up very soon and then two more before the next episode, episode four of this season uh, airs next week. So that's what I'm hoping for. But bear with me here because it's it's kind of a lot. And with that being said, um you know, I normally pose a few questions throughout each episode and this is kind of, and that kind of that's kind of where I expect uh those those emails to come in at If there's a a question of a theory I may pose and you want to give your opinion on it or uh, your thoughts on it or ask any questions. Now, it gets a little bit tricky now since the first three episodes are available. So during this episode, I very well may pose a question that people who've already watched all three episodes may know the answers to. So with that being said, well, don't don't necessarily email me the answers to those because, well, it'll be a spoiler because I haven't seen those episodes yet. So far, I've only watched episode one. Now, hopefully that won't be a big problem. You know, I want to try to catch up this week. So we'll be back on the same page with everything. But in the meantime, if there's anything else you want to say about the podcast, uh, once again, feel free to email me at Republic City Report at gmail.com. Okay. So this is very exciting. We're finally back. Book three change. This is of course going to be episode, uh, one of book three. (laughs) I just said that, uh, titled a breath of fresh air. Uh, that title is actually pretty accurate given what happens in this episode. But of course we're going to kind of take it from the beginning. If we're remembering from last season, um, Where we were left off was basically uh, Korra defeated Unalak and Vatu, And she decided to keep the spirit world, the spirit portal open. Right. So that was the big revelation at the end of last season. So we knew that this was going to change some things. This was going to make things very interesting in Republic City uh, and and, and wherever else in the world, because now the spirits and the humans and the benders and everyone will be, um, Cohabitating together, and obviously, you know, things were not going to go as smooth as Korra thought. That has kind of been her story ever since the very beginning. Is that she's a great warrior, she's a great avatar, but she's very flawed in ways, and that she she tends to not know what's truly best. And at the end of the season, she has to learn a lesson, and and that's that's what that's what's going to be happening here once again. You know, she immediately thought that. Well, letting the spirits and everyone else live together in harmony is the best way to bring balance. You know that's the Avatar's job to bring balance, but she's having a struggle. And this first episode basically it takes place a couple weeks after Harmonic Convergence, so there really hasn't been much time for anything to be uh, any problems to be solved. But a lot of problems have developed. For one thing, there are all these vines these vines are showing up all across Republic City uh, it's hard for people to live um, the, I, one thing I find interesting about this show is how it's, it's, it's become a little bit more political than the last airbender was in a lot of ways but that makes sense because with the with the evolution of this world that they live in and technology and government and the republics republic and all that stuff now you know it's going to be a little bit more political since there's this established city with an actual government a democratic society a president etc unlike the other nations that just basically had a king and you just kind of had to do whatever the, the the king wanted you to do so uh it's going to be a little bit more political and i and i, I kind of like that because um you know core is kind of s- constantly talking about her <laughs> approval rating and all these things you know like it's almost like she she's not the president, but she's almost just as important and responsible in a lot of ways for the people of Republic City in their way of life and everything like that, because she's such an important figure. So tying it in politically is kind of cool. And and her and the president are kind of bumping heads because, well, he has the people's best interests at heart, too. But so does she. But their methods are different. And of course, he's going to react negatively to anything negative that's coming from this idea of uh, keeping that spirit portal open. So. Basically, uh, just to kind of sum up here where we find our characters at now is that's basically what's going on with Avatar Core. She's dealing with this, trying to figure out the best way to get these vines out of there, but still keeping the spirit portal open. Um, meanwhile, over at Air Temple Island, we've got Tenzin and his family living there. Bolin is actually staying there. Asami is staying there um, because, well, once again, these vines are kind of taking over Republic City, and some people can't live in their normal houses and apartments because of that. Um, and you know, I mean, I'm sure that's just a way for the writers to kind of get all of our characters together sooner uh, than rather having them, you know, spread across everywhere. That way, we can kind of get to the action a little bit faster. Um, If you if you remember from last season, I think early on things were moving a little slowly for me and then they were moving a little too fast. And then by the time that season ended, it kind of found that balance and that speed and that pace that I wanted from it. And it seems like so far this season's already off to a good start because we're 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 way beyond having to introduce these characters now so it's like let's just get to it and honestly in this episode they really just got to it like there was not all this preliminary stuff all of this huge reminders of what happened before you know we didn't really need all that it's just it's kind of picked up where it left off at and now here this is what's going on and as a result of that we can get to new characters a lot faster since we've already established everyone else now that being said um of course, we've got well, Mako's not living on Air temple Island, <laughs> and it, it's always funny every every season to see how the relationship between Mako and Asami and Cora changes because he's basically dated them both. He's kissed them both <laughs> and 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 to I love the way the writers are not pretending like that would not be awkward because in real life, that would totally be awkward okay for for him to live with his two ex-girlfriends, basically. So, you know, they kind of handle that in a smart way, saying that he doesn't care how many vines are taking over his apartment. <laughs> He's going to stay there. And what it does is that it just makes for, you know, a lighthearted sort of moment when he does show up on the island uh, later on. Because, of course, one of the main things that are that is happening so far this season, and we're being led to believe that it's a result Of the spirit world being, you know, basically uh, always open and around is that these airbenders are starting to show up Uh, for one thing, Commander Boomi, Tenza's brother, Aang's other son displays this ability to airbend all of a sudden. And I'm not going to lie that that made me really excited when I first saw that, because I'm thinking, oh, cool. Boomy's a bender, because that was one of his that was the thing about his character. You know, he always felt kind of left out. He felt left out because he was the only non-bender in his family. I mean, his mom's Katara, a waterbender, his sister's Kaya, a waterbender, his brother's Tenzin, an airbender, and his father was Aang, the greatest airbender ever. So it was a little strange that he was the only one who couldn't bend. So it's a little nice now to find out that he may actually, after all, get to Ben, even though it's not for those legitimate reasons, at least right now, that every, you know, it's not because of his blood necessarily. Uh, Once again, I've only seen the first episode, so if they've explained that further. I'm not sure yet, but right now it just seems to be tied into whatever is going on with the spirit world because he's not the only one. We also see another guy who's not a bender at all. I believe he's uh, he's probably Earth Kingdom. uh, And all of a sudden he develops the abilities to airbend as well. Now, of course, this is very amazing because the entire point of this whole thing from the beginning is that Aang was the last airbender. Okay, until he had children, of course. But that was really one of the main driving forces of the original series is that Aang was the last one. So now with his children, especially Tenzin, it's bringing some excitement to Tenzin. He's starting to become, you know, we're seeing a more emotional side of him because it's like he's so used to there only being basically he and his kids are airbenders. And, you know, now he's 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 seeing this as a new opportunity to basically rebuild the air temple, rebuild the air nomads. And uh, and hopefully, you know, that, in his opinion, will actually better balance out the world. And actually he and Korra has a good moment there where he's basically telling her what you did in the spirit world during harmonic convergence is actually one of the best things that could have come out of this because now there are airbenders resurfacing. Now once again as always, okay, there's always a consequence to de- to these types of things. You know, if something really great happens, remember now that something equally as bad could happen and probably will. And that's when we sort of revealed toward the end of the episode, basically what looks like is going to be our new villain kind of shows up. Right. So once again, you know, it's, it's all great and beautiful and wonderful that people are randomly, uh, randomly quote unquote developing airbending abilities now But not all of those people are necessarily going to be good people. So we're showed this guy who's basically being imprisoned. Uh, We get to see the white, the new White Lotus Society. If you remember the White Lotus Society, um, pretty much consisted of uh, old King Boomy from the Earth Kingdom and uh, and 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 Uncle Iroh. And, you know, a lot of the other main sort of characters that they show throughout Uh, And it was all revealed that they were all all a part of this secret society called White Lotus. And like if the White Lotus Society is keeping someone prisoner, then you know that they're dangerous. Um, And so this guy and I'm sorry, I don't remember his name right now, because once again, you know, (laughs) that's a problem I've always had because these names are obviously not common. And they probably only said it once. And I've only seen the episode once. But don't worry by the end of this season. I will know it backwards and forward. Um, But we get him revealed at the end. So once again, you know, look for that to be our new antagonist, because he's basically coming out of this thing already saying how he's ready to take down the Avatar. Now, one of the questions I want to pose here, uh, once again, see him an email republic city report at um, gmail You know, of course, you know, assuming that you don't already know the answer because you've watched the other episodes yet, is that who is this guy? Why is he imprisoned? Uh, what do you think his beef is? so to speak, with the Avatar. Um, does he somehow tie into some other character that she may have put away in, in the past or something like that? I mean, there's got to be some history there unless he's just a guy who just has this vendetta against the Avatar, right? I mean, there's only been two Avatars in the past, uh, you know, hundred or so plus years, Aang and Korra. So for him to be so driven, uh, it has to be something personal, or at least I would think so. Um, It could be one of those things to where his he's the descendant of someone that Aang came across in the past. Or I mean, basically what I'm saying is that if you have any theories, let me know and we can talk about it. And that's one that's just a couple of my theories is that maybe he just is, you know, somehow he has he's tied into the past. Sort of like Amon was um, in, in the first season, you know, like his father was basically put on trial and 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 ang was there and he apprehended him and you know i'm I'm definitely not looking for a repeat of that same story but there's obviously going to be some kind of a tie-in to something that has happened to him earlier in his life or before he was born or something like that but he seems like he's going to be a pretty good villain so far just based on that now just to kind of bring it back a little bit now one of the other main problems uh when I say problems, I mean, I don't mean from a writing standpoint or anything. I mean, one of the, the problems that the characters have to face in here is I mentioned that there are these vines taking over the city. So this is one of the running kind of things that Korra, as the Avatar, feels responsible for. She's basically trying to figure out a way to fix that. So during this cool moment, which I'll take it back a little bit further now. You know, there's a moment with, with Korra and Asami uh, and they're driving... they're basically driving down the road and you know they have this conversation about mako and it's 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 a very small moment but it's such a big moment because i can appreciate things like that because after all these are still basically teenagers you know like they're not you know and, and and One of the things I loved about this show is that they always maintain that, that hint of, you know, the show always has a heart to it. It always has a heart. There's always some kind of a miniature love story. I mean, one of my favorite things about the original series was how Aang basically had this crush on Katara for the longest time. And he wasn't sure if she felt the same way and you know, but they never, it never got cheesy because they never overdid it. It was always just something that would pop up every now and then with a little look, a little smile or something like that. And so that, that just adds an extra element to all of this because yeah, we can talk about air bending and fire bending and spirits and all this stuff. But at the same time, we also do want to be able to relate to something that we watch and we can all relate to those type of emotional feelings and relationships and heartache and all that kind of stuff. So I really like that. But what that moment basically led into was that um, they came upon um, these spirit vines in the middle of the road and this spirit porcupine showed up. And basically his, <laughs> the entire purpose of him showing up was to basically spark an idea to Cora on how to You know, get rid of the vines. He says something like uh, spirits and vines are one and the same or something like that. So that basically sparks an idea for her. Okay, well, how do I um, get rid of these vines in the same way that possibly I would get rid of a spirit? Now, if you remember from last season, I don't know if they actually came up with an official name for this thing. And this is where this is another opportunity for you to send me an email if you know republic city report at gmail dot com. Um, I just kind of call it spirit bending because that's basically what it is. Uh, That was one of Unalak's abilities was that he was able to sort of conjure the spirits to calm them down enough to where they would be peaceful and they would leave. Um, So she gets the idea to do that to the vines. Now, she does that, but then they come back even stronger than before. Now, because I the way I would view that would be. You know, the spirits now reside on Earth, on the same plane as humans, whereas before you may have been uh, sending them back to their own world. Now they're here. So that could be why those vines just came back, because it's like, where are they going to go? You know, they they live here now. So once again, this is just another opportunity for the writers to show. uh, Once again, the name of this book is Change and things are changing with the spirits around and things are not going to end as well as Cora may have liked or thought or have hoped. Um, but once again, you know, look for us to find out throughout upcoming episodes and just be able to enjoy the awesome storytelling that this show is very well known for. Um, other than that, I don't really have much else to say about this episode. You know, it's the first episode back. There's just a lot of speculations and things like that. Um, happy to see this show again I honestly was not expecting it to return as soon as it I mean I guess it has been longer I mean the show the last season ended in November and it's June now so that's about eight months but it just feels like it's been a shorter amount of time than that to me um and once again I want to thank everyone who's 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 come upon this podcast after the fact um and for sending me emails and everything like that. I'm going to try to stick with this. I'm going to try to get them up fast as I can. Uh, just be patient with me. You know, if they don't, if the episode doesn't show up a day after the episode airs on TV, then just check the next day and the next day it'll be there. One thing that I want to really push this season is that I have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Republic City Report. Um, there's not many people on that page right now. I think it's just kind of, hard for people to navigate and find because there's probably a lot of other Quora pages out there. But if you listen to this podcast, that is a good way for us to keep in touch. And that way, you'll know exactly when the new episode is up and all of that. So if you can go and give that page a like, if I get enough likes there, then I can do a lot more. and We can talk a lot more about the Legend of Korra. Um, You You can probably even leave me a comment on there as opposed to sending me an email if that's easier for you. There's just a lot more that can be done uh, if I get enough likes on that page. Also, um, this, pod, this podcast is, of, cor- of course, a part of a bigger network of podcasts. Um, you know, not this massive corporate network. We're very, we're very much independent, no budget. We do all of these for free. So uh, if you would take a moment to check out the other podcasts, you can head over to awesomepods.com and there'll be a list of podcasts there. I actually do another podcast called Geekly Dose. Um, where we just talk about everything geek. So there's been that podcast was kind of on hiatus for a while, but now it's back. So if you want to talk about video games and movies and all those other things, we talk about it all there. We just did a full E3 video game episode. We're talking about the new DC movies that are coming out, everything. Uh, you can find all that stuff on iTunes as well as Stitcher.com. So once again, I just want to take the time to thank everyone please send me an email republiccityreport at gmail.com I'm looking forward to a great season of Legend of Korra I'm looking forward to talking to each and every one of you guys so please stay in touch Uh, once again I will be back really soon with the next two episodes of the podcast which of course will cover the next two episodes of this season of the Legend of Korra so stay tuned for those within the next week or so Um, once again once I get caught up everything will be great Uh, So until then, until next time for Public City Report, I'm Tim Bridgewater Bender and I'll see you next time.